0: In this episode, Ken Schumann and a group of Faith Walkers reflect on the topic of The Gardener's Life-Giving Design, Part 4, discerning God's invitation to join him in mission by slowing down. This conversation was originally recorded in April of 2022. We want to remind you, Faith Walking's mission is to make wholeness possible for individuals, communities, and the world, Visit us at www.faithwalking.us. Join this conversation.
1: Today, what I want to talk about is, I think, fits in that. Uh, so all all of you know that i i have been and continue to be on my own faith journey uh i went through deconstruction and uh went through reconstructing my my own faith and i'm still in the process of reconstructing uh i'm still i still ask a lot of questions and um uh, and sometimes that offends people and i and i understand that it does i don't mean to be offensive I, I'm just genuinely curious and I wonder. And, and so I push back against things that sometimes I think we don't think about. Uh, and the whole missional idea is, is part of that journey for me. And the last couple of weeks, we have been looking at. I've been sharing components from David Bosch's book, Transforming Mission, which is really the foundational textbook for the whole missional idea. Uh, it's it's one of the key key pieces, along with the works of uh, Leslie Newbegin. And anyway, I'm I'm uh, I want to continue that conversation today with you. So. Bosch looks at Luke and, and the, the, uh, the gospel of Luke and then the book of Acts, both written by Luke, and he looks at them through the lens of a missional lens. And one of the things that he highlighted that I found uh, interesting and also I, I still have a ton of questions around is Luke's emphasis on the work of the Holy Spirit. So Luke, more than any of the other gospel writers, talks about the Holy Spirit. And uh, and I know many of you, uh, I'm sure, know way more than I do uh, related to the work of the Spirit. I, I want to acknowledge I'm still in process, okay? So I, I don't have all this figured out. I'm gonna, I'm going to tell you some things that I believe, but I also want to tell you that I'm I'm resistant to some of the way we talk about the Holy Spirit, and um, maybe we'll talk about some of that. Um, But in thinking about that, so recognize that Luke was writing his gospel to a group of people about one generation away from Jesus. And there were still people around that, that had known Jesus, had known his presence, and, and so it's through the Spirit of God that, that Christ continues to be present with us. I know we all know that, but I just want to say it again. It's through the Spirit that Christ is present. So when we say Jesus is here now, we're saying Jesus is here in the form of the Spirit. Uh, still present with us. One of the questions that I that I wrote right off the bat in my notes was, if if every Christian is spirit inspired, then why isn't every Christian on mission with God? And I it's just I just want to lay that out there and leave it out there because that's just that's just a question I have. But as I read through this and as I studied, I I, I came up with a few things that I I want to just use kind of as as conversation beginning pieces. So it is the spirit that inspires and then initiates mission. So as a missional person, again, and I know I say this all the time, uh, it, it it is God who has a mission. It's not the church that has a mission. It's God that has a mission. And God is engaged in God's mission in the world. And what I believe is God's engaged in God's mission in the world through the spirit of God in the world. And and so God is the one that stirs mission, and God is the one that motivates for mission, and God is the one that inspires us toward mission. And God does that through the work of God's Holy Spirit. Uh, I'm, I'm going to assume, which is a bad thing to do, and so I'm going to recant my assumption, but uh, m- many of us, I believe, are probably still Trinitarian. Uh, we do believe in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and, and I believe that. And, and God, the Spirit, inspires us toward mission. The, the second thought that's a little different is that it's the spirit that guides the mission. So I don't go make up my own mission. It's God's spirit that guides me into mission. And so therefore, we talk a lot about I need to discern where God is at work in, in the world around me. And I need to discern God's invitation for me to join with God in a specific missional place uh, or, or thing or person where I live, work, and play. And so I believe that our part is we discern what the Spirit is inviting us to join the Spirit in, which which again, for me, is it's really important to recognize there is lots of brokenness all around us. And God is at work all around us, but God doesn't invite me to join with God in everything god's doing i I am convinced God invites me to specific things, to specific people and and that it's my role to discern, okay, Lord, where do I join with you?" which in our faith walking uh, language, we would say which which is one of the key roles of reflection. So whether I'm reflecting to become clear about my vows or whether I'm reflecting to get clear about God's invitation to join God on mission in the world, reflection helps me slow myself down and open myself up to that still small voice of God's spirit speaking within me to help me identify what my vow is to help me identify my shame, to help me identify my anxiety and manage it better, or to help me hear where it is that God's inviting me to join with God on mission in the world. I believe, therefore, that reflection, uh, in, in whatever way you do reflection, okay, so for me, reflection is a big umbrella for engaging any of the spiritual practices, but I engage the spiritual Practices with the goal of of slowing down and reflecting in a way so that I can hear what God has to say and 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 what what God might be speaking for me to join God in doing. I hope that makes sense. And this is where I have a hundred thousand questions. Okay, how does the Spirit empower? Does the the Spirit empower everybody the same way? Uh, What does the power look like when we're empowered by the Spirit? Uh, Mostly, Bosch highlights the idea, there are kind of two things. One is the Spirit empowers the mission with boldness. So the first fruit of empowerment is boldness. It's Now, again, I don't know what that looks like. And, and for me, folks, and I, I'm, I'm just going to honestly say this, and I, and I know this will probably make some folks anxious, but for me, there, there is a difference between door-to-door evangelization and joining God on mission in the world. And I don't have much boldness anymore. I never had it. I did it, I was trained in it, but I don't have much boldness for door- to door evangelization, but I have a lot of boldness for joining God on mission in the world and and for me there there there's just so so when I say boldness, I'm not talking about okay, I've got to witness, I've got to share uh the four spiritual laws with the person sitting sitting next to me in the air, airplane uh, because I've only got this hour flight, uh which by the way, was the way I was raised, so boldness to join God on mission in the world. And then uh, there's this idea that the Spirit empowers and the Spirit's empowerment is confirmed through manifestations. And that's where also I have have 100 questions. Okay, are the manifestations the same everywhere all the time? (laughs) I don't think so, right? Uh, but 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 often in Christian life, we try to make formulas out of things and say, well, if you do this, this and this, then a manifestation of the Holy Spirit will occur. And I just that 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 isn't true with my own experience. Uh, and so so I don't know what that looks like, but I, but I want to invite us also to think about what if the manifestations aren't just a, a person that is on their deathbed gets healed. And it's a, it's a miraculous manifestation. But what if manifestations are watching someone get freed up from a wound from their past that they've had their entire life that's impacting their life in dramatic ways and they're enslaved to. And the manifestation of the power of God is that God releases them through the work of faith walking to be set free. I think that's a manifestation of God's spirit as well. It also though, Makes me wonder this, and this is where I'm going to open a whole can of worms. So often we we say, "Well, only Christians have the Spirit." At least I've heard that a lot. Is that true? So we we did we studied together, and I'm talking too much. I need to give y'all room to talk. I know. Uh, We we studied together the fruit of the Spirit. So y'all know what the fruit of the Spirit are. The fruit of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience kindness, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. I think I got them all. So if that's the fruit of the Spirit, then do we say, well, the only way we can do any of those things is in the power of the Spirit? Well, then if people aren't Christians and they do those things, how did they do them? Did they do them through the power of the Spirit? See, I just, I'm full of all sorts of weird questions like that, right? Uh, And You know, I've said before, uh, an author said this, and I want to say this here. Uh, An author said, and and I, I believe this is absolutely true, that there are people who are doing kingdom work who do not yet acknowledge the king. And I then added, and there are people who acknowledge the king who are not yet doing kingdom work. So if people are doing kingdom work and they haven't acknowledged the king, here's just what I believe, group. I believe that God's spirit is at work in the world, in believers, non-believers, Christians, non-Christians, that that the spirit of God is at work. And it, it is the spirit of God that that even if I don't yet acknowledge God, it's the Spirit of God that's at work in me, guiding me, wor- working in me, even though may, I may not be open to everything I'm hearing. So the Spirit empowers the mission, and that's enough I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say on that. The fourth idea is, and, and the Spirit is the agent of sanctification in the life of the missional people. Now, that's kind of a mouthful but the spirit is the agent of, so the spirit is the agent of transformation in my life. That, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, and and so in missional theology, it's this idea, God has a mission and God invites us to join with God in the mission. And when we join becoming the hands and feet of God in the mission, that, that God is at work in that and, and Broken places are restored to wholeness. And and so what I believe is, is that there, there's work that God's spirit does, and there's work that I do, and it's the joining of both of those things. And it, and what I want to do is just sit back and say, let me just pray and let God do all the work. And God says, no, I don't want to do all the work. You've got to do some work too. You've got to join me in that work. And so it's when I join with God in the work of transformation, when I join with, with the Spirit, that transformation comes. And so the Spirit enlightens us. To see the brokenness in our own lives and to join with God to restore that brokenness in our own lives to wholeness. And the Spirit guides us to see the brokenness in the world around us and to be motivated to do something about that and to join with God in doing something about the brokenness around us and, and that in this mysterious way, God works through Spirit to get us to that place. And I don't know how all that works all the time. And I don't know why it seems like, wow, the spirit was really present in this moment. And then in another moment, it doesn't seem that way. I just want to acknowledge all of the questions. But what I want want to say is, I do believe that the Spirit is alive and at work uh, among followers and non-followers, among people that have acknowledged the King and people that haven't acknowledged the King, and and that God's heart and desire is to restore all the broken places to wholeness in me and in the world, and that that's what missional is, and that that's what it is to join with God with the Spirit of God on mission in the world where we live, where we work, and where we play. And when we do that, the power of God somehow shows up and joins us in that work. And so I want to live my life in a way where I'm listening to the promptings of that Spirit so that I, I don't miss out on what God is inviting me to join God in that's probably enough for one little talk. So what what's that stir up for y'all?
2: What came to my mind initially was a, um, was an example from my own life when I was, I was with an encounter that I had. Um, I was flying to, um, New Jersey to meet up with my son from Chicago, and I was flying standby, and I got like the last seat on the plane, and there was a gentleman sitting next to me, and he was he was chatty, and so he wanted to know what I did for a living, and I told him that, well, you know, just, I was a spiritual director and stuff, and he's like, oh, he was real curious about that, and then I said, well, I'm, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, and he was like, what, what, whoa, stop right there, he was Jewish and he's like, Nope, I don't want to hear anything about that. I don't want to hear anything about the Christian stuff. And I was like, okay. And I didn't say anything, you know, about it. And um, then, but he kept coming back and asking me questions. And we found that we had a, um, a mutual experience in that we have adopted children and he and his wife have an adopted son and, you know, different trials and stuff. And in looking back on it, I realized, you know, if I had, obviously he'd had some negative encounters with christians right. sure. and you know if i had relied he hasn't yeah exactly <laughs> exactly but if i had relied on some sort of method to evangelize this person um you know it, it would have fallen flat but he right. kept returning to the subject mm-hmm. of my being a spiritual director wanting to mm-hmm. know what that was like what that mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. and it just, it kind of, um, it amused me a little bit, but in that situation, I really strongly believe that the Holy Spirit was working in that and drawing him. Mm-hmm. He, he may, well, he wasn't a believer, so to speak, but I do believe the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. was trying to capture his mm-hmm. heart. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was funny when we got to the right. airport, I noticed when I met up with my son that he had kind of hung back Mm -hmm. to see who it was because I told him I was meeting up with my son Mm -hmm. but um I think about him often and well when I hear when we're talking Mm -hmm. about this sort of thing because clearly Mm -hmm. the spirit was at work and
0: yeah uh, yeah and
1: I I don't mean to I I don't mean anything by this Trish uh, except that and I believe God was wanting to teach you something too
2: oh absolutely Oh absolutely, right. In every single so, encounter, right.
1: Yes. So it's not just, oh, I've got it and and I'm supposed to give it to okay. these people that don't have it. It's hey, hey God God wants both of us to to be restored to wholeness.
2: Yes, and it was it was a very good teaching moment for me because I grew up in the same sort of background that you did, right? And I could <laughs> I never liked the door to door stuff. I just you know, and and I believe that that this was kind of a good example for myself right. that this is how the Holy Spirit works just right. in natural day to day conversations, right? Just showing up who we as who we are, <laughs> and not with a hidden agenda. Um, Mm -hmm. which people can spot a mile away
1: (laughs) exactly and and then for me the other thought I have is and God was restoring wholeness somehow some way in that moment and and may have through that conversation yeah
2: yeah
1: beautiful I love it thank you for sharing that
0: and when you were talking about man, manifestations, I spent some time in Pentecost, United Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. So I know all about that spiritual experience. I thought about that relationship with my father, you know, that has mm-hmm. taken me literally 56 years to heal. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, our relationship just keeps getting better mm-hmm. and better. I'm still amazed. Mm-hmm. How God gave me the ability to forgive and Him forgive me too, you
1: mm-hmm. know, for some
0: things and to heal that relationship. And it would have never happened if it had not been for faith walking. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely faith walking in God <laughs> that transformed that. And what a testimony it is to my husband and children.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just been amazing. That's awesome, Brenda. That's awesome. Thank you for that. I want Sean Bryant wants to speak to us. Sean is in Maine and uh is uh, is in faith walking process now, and uh, so Sean talk to me, brother
3: yeah, I mean just as you were talking, I feel like I felt like you know you didn't give a total percent of like where you're coming from hundred percent, but I feel like we're walking past each other, but we're going to the same destination right mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm coming from from one experience um, because the the spirit moving that's kind of the tradition that I've been in. Um, but, but the, the, the fruit of the spirit side has been kind of maybe neglected a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the spirits moving means something different in my tradition than, than maybe someone else's tradition. So I'm like, I feel like we're going by each other to the same destination, <laughs> <laughs> um, be, being repelled being repelled and called by different things. But uh, um, it also was, I was thinking a little bit of uh, uh, my tradition is somewhat influenced a little bit at the Quakers with george fox he had some interesting mm-hmm. not that i'm not sure if i agree with them 100 percent, but the spirit indwelling all people as almost being a part of the image of god mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and and as i've been reading some of that the last couple of years going through some of his journals and stuff um he, he messes with my theology but there's <laughs> something about it i go he's 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 poking at something that is Mm-hmm. that is in scripture and is in reality that if god is in the mix in our making he's 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 always more kind and generous than we are
0: mm-hmm. right
3: and mm-hmm. the people who haven't said haven't jumped through the right hoops and gone through the right things we kind of like to think we're a little better and and so george fox thing was like no we all mm-hmm. in a sense have this but um mm-hmm. so that was that was one thing that was going through my mind it was just like how much how much is it a you know, grace and mercy also linked to the work of the Spirit. Um, exactly that, we, that that we participate not because we have done something great, but because we have been um, given a measure or given a, um, a an openness to what God is doing. So that, that was kind of yeah going through through my head. So
1: good stuff, Sean. Thank you for sharing. Uh, that, really that
3: good. I love yeah. it.
0: For more information about Faith Walking, visit www.faithwalking.us. We want to remind you that Faith Walking exists because of your financial support. Please consider giving at faithwalking.us backslash donate. Thank you for listening.